You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, I hate to even talk about it because I don't like bringing it up. You seem pretty then discombobulated. I, well, I am definitely discombobulated. It's part of part of the reason of only getting you know three or four hours of sleep last night. But the the thing is, why I only got three to four hours of sleep? Um, things are starting to kind of happen. Oh again. my god! But I don't have, know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going happening. on. It's really weird, and I don't even know if I should talk about it. Hello, everyone. This well, is I absolutely think you should if you're flailing like that already. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I do want to remind everybody to go to funemploymentradio.com. And click on the Amazon link. But be sure not to click on that Amazon link after going to FunEmploymentRadio.com and order uh, faulty chargers from China. <laughs> well, I didn't order a faulty charger. Well, okay, it was a faulty charger. Here's the yes. thing. You can go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. You can click on the Amazon link, and that is the right thing to do. That is the right thing Who to you do. choose to buy from after that, we have no control <laughs> over. And um, I can give you two companies that you probably shouldn't choose buy from. Choose wisely. Because uh, they sent two bad... Uh, well, that's AC adapters, as it was noted in the chat. Yes. yes. Yeah, they sent two bad boys. <laughs> and it's frustrating me. And I can't do anything about it. So I should have ordered the right one. Pay attention to who you order from, but that's your own problem. Just go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link, and buy away whatever you would like on Purchase Amazon. Purchase away. Purchase away. Um, all right. We've got, to, we've got a ton of stuff we're going to get to. I do want to have it. We do have an announcement here to make. And that is that the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup. Cornhole Tournament number one, one of four, and then a grand finale fifth one. But this first one, which has been on sale, is sold out. It's so sold it's, out. It's sold out. Registration is full. And so b- big thank you to all of the people who have signed up for this. We, we are really, really so appreciate excited. it. Yes. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be awesome. It's at Landmark Saloon. Thank you to everybody who signed up for the, for the tournament. And here's the thing. Even if you're not registered for the tournament... Like we said, we've got tons of other things that are going on, too. We just want to see it. Come on down there, May 15th at the Landmark Saloon. Huge thank you to Elysian Brewing and Worthy Brewing. They are are wonderful. And they will be there. And And their delicious beer will be there. And they have amazing beer. And they do have very amazing and delicious beer, and we're very excited about it. It's going to be so much fun. Absolutely. So that is this Sunday, May 15th, at the Landmark Saloon for the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornhole Tournament. Also, Sarah and I will be battling. So you definitely want to be there to see that Mm -hmm. and watch me win. Which is going to be great. Not going to happen. Which is going to be fantastic. Well, not if I feel like this. So. Yeah, why? Yeah, so what's going on over there? (sighs) All right. I, <laughs> like, I will say for the record, like, Greg is always usually, like, very well put together and, like, you know, has everything organized. And he does seem a little, you seem a little off kilter today. I am exhausted today. Uh, and I've, I hate, I always hate talking about this. And I haven't brought anything up about it for quite a long time because I always, I always feel like a weirdo. And then, you know, there's people who are, who are just listening to the show that maybe didn't know this aspect. I own a house in Southeast Portland. Most people know that now by listening to the show. <laughs> Do they? My, and uh, it's an older house. I've got, you know, a yard and all that. I've got two stories. Sarah, I live in the upstairs. You have which a is yard a attic. and two stories. I've got a large basement. 
I've got a room in my house that I do forget about this sometimes when I call it this. And I forget that, you know, I just kind of jokingly that name came with it. And then now when I just say it and don't explain it, it sounds weird when I talk about how I have a gimp room in my basement. It does sound very weird. Does sound very strange, but this it's this sounds like you definitely are keeping somebody down there. No, there's nobody living down there now. Mm. So it's what it is. It's a room that was like in the unfinished side of my basement. It was dug out, but it was built in such a way that the wall for it is flat. So it's basically a hidden room. And I think at some point they were using it as a grow room. It's of totally a grow room. I've seen it. It looks like it would be a grow room. Right, but they they. I don't think that's the original purpose of the mm. room. They, they used it for that at some point. But it it's was also a murder been a, room originally. Well, it could have been a murder room. I'm not sure. It's an old house. There could have been a murder up there. I mean, there could have, it could have been a murder room. I like, mean, chances I really don't are, because your house is very, very old. So, I mean, chances are more likely than not that somebody was probably murdered there. My house, <laughs> I don't know if that's a fair statistic. I mean, my house is I mean, is just from, like how my apartment building's really old. I bet somebody's been murdered in my apartment building. Well, yeah, but an apartment building, that makes sense. That's a big apartment building. Surely somebody's been murdered in there before. Mm. Uh, but, I mean, my house, it's from 1907. And I don't really know. I don't know who built it. I only, the only, as far back as the records go... Like, I know the name of a guy who owned it in the 40s, and then we've talked about this before, how there's this strange connection with this Eunice person and whether or not uh, she was connected to the house. It's it's a very odd stuff. There's a lot of weird things that have happened at my mm. house. And, and weird connections and things that are unexplainable. Yeah, but I mean, we, we do have a ghost investigation that you can buy at funemploymentradio.com slash store. It's right there. If you've never watched it, it's a really well put together uh, movie by by our friend Derek at funemploymentradio.com slash store. It's called Nightmare at Nibblers, and it's <laughs> it's available for purchase for a very reasonable price. You should totally get it. And and that kind of gives some of the backstory of it. There are other things that I don't talk about in that that I have talked about here on the show, and it's been pretty quiet lately at my house. It has and I'm been. talking about weird, unexplained activity that happens at my house. And it's really frustrating, and I really feel like an idiot when I talk about it. But this is – I really got three or four hours of sleep last night. Okay, so what happened? Well – Because um, I remember you talking about – I think the last thing you talked about was a while back, maybe like a couple of months where uh, like a glass – like you heard a glass clinking or – Did I talk about that on the show? I think you did, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah where you heard it like slide across a table or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that happened. Yeah, I, it was maybe a month ago. Mm-hmm. It might have even been less than that. Um, I mean, some of the things that have happened before, you know, you used to hear a lot of walking up and down the stairs because uh, I live upstairs and, and I used to hear what sounded like people on the stairs walking up and down it. And it was not anybody walking up the stairs. There's a door. You'd have to open the door. I would hear it. And uh, plus, I don't have children in there. And it sounded like very light feet walking up and down my stairs. Um, brr, brr. Yeah, kind of. running up and down? Not running, but yeah. yeah. Ew. I think it would be, I think it's for some reason less scary. Oh, I don't know what's scarier. Really slow, like steady paced walking or fast. Um, when I would hear that, um, when the when the Actually, steps and stuff would happen, it would be more like. Okay, that's creepy, Greg. Stop it. That's uh, that's what it would sound like, and I, I would I would sit there and try to figure it but out I've forever. Been, I've like, been up those stairs; they're carpeted, and you could still hear like the loud. Well, they're steps. carpeted, but I also know my house, and I you could I can 
You can sense. Me. I can tell when anybody's moving in that house. You know, I, I just I know it well enough now. It's an old house. Like when you get when you have old houses like that, everything's weird and unique. And, but you get used to it and you understand how the house works. Mm-hmm. I know that doesn't make that might not make any sense if if somebody lives in like a fancy new house. But if you've ever lived in you know an older house or an apartment, you understand like things aren't exactly the same. You people in your fancy new house. Well, no, if it's a brand new house, <laughs> I highly doubt it's going to have as many creaks and groans as you know like an older house. Your house is settling. Yeah, settling or whatever, or it's just old or possessed. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever. So, so yeah, but that used to be. Th- you know, I've that that happened a few times. Um, and you've talked about this stuff before, things. but you seem like really thrown off today. Well, I'm thrown off because I didn't get much sleep because it's been very, really quiet for a while. Not a whole lot has been going on. Not a whole lot's been happening, and it's it's kind of settled out a little bit. You know, I've got um, a, a new roommate just moved in. He's great. Uh, he he. Well, I mean, he's he moved into the to one bedroom. And, uh, cause I've got two bedrooms downstairs, two roommates. He's mentioned something that he thought was kind of strange. What? 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 Tell me. Are you, Greg has not told me this. What? No, I did not tell you this. You shithead. What? Well, so I've, I've got the two roommates. One roommate has a dog, uh, named Finnegan. He's a little, little dog. Kind of looks like, uh, Baxter from... Anchorman. He's a, a Kieran Terrier. I, I don't know. However what, you say that. I have no idea. I, I always the ones, forget what it is. little terriers that look like they're made of straw. Mm, yeah, that's kind of right. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of right. And he is he is obsessed with going into the other roommate's room and just staring at the closet. So he stares. He sits there, and I guess he's been doing this a lot, where he just sits there and stares into the back of the closet, and there's nothing in the closet. And so he, he's been doing that. So that my my new roommate brought that up to me, and I believe he's aware of the ghost investigation that has happened before. But we don't all we we don't talk about that stuff out. We don't we don't converse about those things with each other. And you don't on the property ever. No, no, I try not to on the property. Well, I mean, I did a ghost investigation, so that's kind of out the window. But yeah, we don't we don't we don't really talk about it. But here's that, what the closet in the main room in the master bedroom that that creepy closet, the one that's always been creepy. Yes. Than the room where you heard someone say your name. <sighs> to explain, I feel like there's a lot of people who may not know these backstories. Yes, when I was living there by myself, and it's usually in times when I'm uh, stressed out or something, and s- something yelled my name in that room. I was living at the house by myself, and I heard it. And I was sober, like I, there's no drugs or alcohol or anything like that involved. It was, yeah. Greg. Ugh. And there was something in particular. Uh, shockwave is in the in the live chat. It's being noted. Mice in the walls. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's always a possibility Talking mice. in old <laughs> in old houses. Well, no, not for that part. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking he's talking about you know the dog staring at the back at the back corner of the the closet. Um, but that's really not a section where they. I know. I know. You can always find a reason for a mouse to be in somewhere. I really highly doubt. Uh, there would be any mice over in that section where that would be. Mm-hmm. It, d- it doesn't really make any sense because it connects to the other connects to the other room. Yeah, I really don't think there would be anything there. There's another section in the house where that could v- definitely be a possibility towards the basement, but um, you never know. Yeah. So anyway, the thing that is called my name again. This is why I hate talking about this stuff because I just sound insane. Oh, you sound batshit. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I know. And I, th- that's why if you've listened to the show for years, you know it took me a long, long, long time before I was 
willing to talk about any of this stuff on the show. And then, you know, and then it all just kind of came out. Um, but yeah, this, this other thing that's happening, and I know there's going to be some people who have some logical explanations for it. And there, there are some, and I believe me, I go through those and I try to figure them out. Uh, a couple of years ago, I had, uh, <laughs> okay, the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. And again, mm-hmm. I apologize. I'm, I'm on three or four hours of sleep, so I, I'm, I'm fighting through this. But uh, somebody just posted an, a uh, logo for the Littles. Did you ever watch the I Littles? I did watch the Littles. They were like the half mouse, half they human. They were really creepy. They had the weird ears tiny and the things? teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that was a weird-ass cartoon. I watched that a lot. I think I even got the comic books of you them. You seem like you would because you kind of look like the the little like weird boy. I don't look like him. I don't have. I Actually, don't have giant. Actually, you look exactly like him, minus the buck teeth and the ears. I don't have giant teeth like like the littles. But he does have brown, like wavy hair and blue eyes. Well, so that is not. There's a lot of people with brown, wavy hair and blue eyes. I do not look like a little. I don't have a tail. That we know of. Right. Mm. Mm. Well, anyway, uh, where was I at with this? So oh, you were talking about, yeah, the past. Yeah, okay. And now we're back to the present. Well, no, I'm going back to the past. Uh, so there, this was a couple of years ago where there was this strange thing that happened in my house. And it was, again, when nobody was living there. It was one of those, one of those moments where I was in between roommates. And, you know, I've got smoke alarms. And this is going to sound so silly and strange, but there's... In my kitchen, I've got a smoke alarm. In the master bedroom, there's a smoke alarm. These are on opposite ends of the house. This whole story is in the uh, in a Fun Employment Radio episode that you can find. I'll figure out what episode it was. And I was there for this one. Right, yeah. And it was it was when, you know, there was an alarm. I'm trying to think of how to explain this and not sound crazy, but I'm not going to. So there, the alarm would go off. This was apropos of nothing. Like there was nothing going on at the there house. Was there was no cooking. Yeah. There was no no fires. There's nothing. The alarm would all of a sudden go off in the master bedroom, and I went in there and I was trying to figure out what was going on. And I I would get it turned off, and as soon as I would turn it off, in the opposite end of the house, the the uh, smoke alarm in the kitchen would start going off. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And I worried for a minute and I ran around the house, went to the basement. You know, is the furnace on fire or what's happening? Mm. Nothing's happening. There is no smoke. There's no carbon monoxide. There's nothing about that. And so I ran to the kitchen and then I would turn it off in the kitchen. And as soon as I would do that, like as soon as it would happen, boom, it'd go back off in the other, of the opposite end of the house. Yeah. And it was really, really strange. And so I, this happened like three or four times where I was going back and forth. And then Eddie is bringing up in the chat, too, where also that was when the Star Trek communicator kept going off, too. Mm, that wasn't that same time. That was not the same time. That was a different Are different you time. sure? Because yes. I thought it was that same one. No. Mm-mm. Okay. No, that was that was when I had the office back there, and that's when that would go off. But yes, that did that did happen before, too. That was one of the first, first times when I had my office, and I had my, you know, one of those fake Star Trek communicator things. Like the... Yeah, little magnet one. And I would go down there and work at night because I couldn't sleep. And it would just sit there and just like intermit, like just start going off and not even at the same pace. Yeah, it was just chirping. And I go over, look at it. Yeah, it's not rubbing against anything. The battery's fine. There's nothing going on. It doesn't happen during the day. And I would sit back down and then I'd start working again. And then all of a sudden it would start going off again. Like, and the only way you could do that is to push it. And then when you'd look at it, it would stop. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I wouldn't see it being pressed down, that's for sure. So 
so anyway, the smoke alarm thing, though, that was just, it was a really weird night. And I, you know, yeah, you could say, oh, well, the batteries, the, the chances of both batteries going bad at the exact same time and then intermittently going off in opposite rooms every time I'm in the other room seems like a very big stretch. Mm-hmm. So last night, here's what happens. About, I, I, I don't know, I got to say, I think the first time it happened was like 1 a.m. last night. I'd been asleep for a couple of hours, and I was upstairs, and I I woke up to an alarm going off. You know, I could hear it, tell it was somewhere in the house. I didn't know whether it was somebody broken in because oh I've got God. like an alarm system in my house. If somebody breaks in, you know that'll happen, or you know maybe a roommate came in and accidentally set it off. That could be possible, but I knew they were already both at home, so I really didn't think that was it. And we've had, you know, of course, with my new Russian neighbors. No, not that I'm accusing them of anything, <laughs> but there have been there has been a lot of stuff stolen in the neighborhood and a lot of lot of car break-ins lately. Mm-hmm. So that's what I first thought when I woke up. I'm like, shit, somebody's gonna be somebody's gonna be in the house. Oh my god! And I couldn't find my bat, so that was a problem. See, it's times like this when you tell I, – I know that your story is just beginning, but I, like I must interject and say it's times like this when I am kind of glad I live in a tiny – like a teeny tiny apartment. Oh, yeah. Where I can see every corner. Mm. Like I can see mm-hmm. I can see my front door from my bed and I can see every single like entrance into my tiny place. Oh, I'm constantly nervous about somebody coming up my stairs without me knowing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I would be too. I kind of – I take a, like comfort in actually being able to see like – you know, see my front door mm-hmm. and know that nobody's coming in. The door to go upstairs to my room is really loud. And so, like, to open it, it's, it kind of sticks a little bit. And I intentionally haven't fixed that so that it makes noise. So if somebody were going to come up there and try to murder me in the middle of the night, the chances are maybe I would hear the door open. That doesn't sound crazy, right? <laughs> it doesn't sound crazy. Okay, that's not crazy. No. Okay, that's, that's a perfectly normal. Logical. That's a logical thing to think. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So, anyway, couldn't find my bat. Um, and, I, <laughs> and I went running downstairs trying to figure out what was going on. And, and, you know, not knowing what I'm going to find when I get down there. And it turns out it was not my, my house alarm. It wasn't anything. It, nobody was breaking in. It was the smoke alarm in the kitchen. Now, this was 1 a.m. And I got down there, and one of my roommates was already in there. And he could tell, I could tell he had just woken up, too. So he was trying to – and I'm like, what's going on? He's like, I don't know. It won't stop. I don't know. And – you know, we were, we were talking about it. Clearly, he had just woken up. And we're looking around in the, in the kitchen, like, well, nothing's on. And I was asking him, like, does it smell like smoke? He's like, no, there's, there's nothing. I don't know what's, so nobody's I don't know what's going on. No, they don't, they've both been asleep, you know, as long or longer than I had. Um, That's odd. So yeah, nobody was cooking. And it didn't even smell like anybody had been cooking. Like, it, it would have been, you know, hours since then. So there wasn't any residual burnt pizza or something like that or whatever. And I couldn't get it to shut off. So I finally had to pull the battery. And these are fairly new batteries. You know, granted, you may have to change out. I don't know. I mean, they're they're supposed to be the nine-year battery or something like that. Like, they're supposed to last for a long time. I've had my fire alarm, you know, when the battery's dying, it doesn't go off. No. It chirps. It chirps. Yeah, you get, like, that -hmm. that irritating, like, meep. Yeah, it's really annoying mm-hmm. to get you to change it. Yeah, that's what it normally does. Yeah, I mean, I don't see how a battery dying would make the alarm go off. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I know David's saying, you know, that CO2 is order- orderless, right? Yeah, but that's the thing. None of the other ones are going off. And this so it wasn't one, your actually, CO2 alarm. It, was it wasn't here. a CO2 alarm. Yeah, I've got CO2 alarms. These mm-hmm. were not the CO2 alarms. Um, 
so so that's so that was happening. And uh, finally, I just pulled the battery and plugged it back in. I'm like, all right, well, maybe this will solve it. And then I stood there and waited to see if it would go back off. If it's really detecting something, it'll go back off. Mm-hmm. And it didn't go back off. So we're like, all right, well, that was just strange. Um, time to go back to bed. Went back to bed. Got to sleep for, you know, at, at this point, it was kind of weirding me out and it was annoying me because I woke up. You know, when you wake up with that much adrenaline, mm. it's hard to like be like, oh, okay, I'll just go back to sleep right oh, now. Oh my God, waking up to some alarm going off. You don't know if it's your house alarm or if there's a fire. Like that's terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Or somebody's like going to be standing down there with an ax trying to, mur- like waiting to murder you. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, it's like car- carbon monoxide, not uh, not carbon dioxide. Oh. Um, but, uh, but Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The point was the point is correct though. Still, the idea, yeah. yeah so I I couldn't really get back to sleep, but I kind of just laid there for a while. Finally, started. I would guess it was about an hour, hour and a half. Started going back to sleep again, and then, bam, it went off, went off again. What like three thirty in the morning? Um, no, probably more like two two thirty. Yeah, two thirty three, somewhere in there. Oh, the witching hour! It went off again, and and it was the same alarm. Same alarm. Sprinted downstairs. Could not fi- could not figure it out. I went through the entire house. I went through the basement. I walked through everywhere, trying to just see is there something that I'm missing. Uh, the windows were closed, so it wasn't coming from outside, and none of the other smoke alarms were going off. None of them. Just this one, and I had already pulled out the battery. You know, plugged it back in. It's a new battery, mm. and it wasn't. Yeah, it's not doing the chirping thing. It was and just going off. It was just going off. Ooh. That's unnerving. It kind of was just combined with everything else that's gone on before. Yeah. And this doesn't happen during the day. This doesn't happen. as This uh, this hasn't really happened since that other time. And I've seen, like, I've been to your house, like, you know, when we're meeting or something and one of your roommates is cooking and the, and the kitchen's, like, full of smoke and the smoke alarm doesn't even go off then. Um... Well, yeah, it does. <laughs> I mean, not all the time, but I mean, it has to be like an excessive amount of smoke before it'll like trigger it. Well, yeah, I mean, as far as cooking, you yeah. know, yeah, something like that. Um, but I mean, this this wasn't there. There wasn't anything going on. I know that's so, odd. So yeah, so I don't know. So that happened, and then after the second time, then I could not get back to sleep. So I've been pretty much awake since about three three thirty this Jesus. morning. Jesus, yeah. Well, no wonder you seem a little... I'm a little off. A little off. I'm a little off, a little right, off right now. Kilter. Good thing you have absolutely yeah. nothing to do today. Right. Well, I mean, because then, by then, there's just so much... I was, like, so worked up and well, trying to figure out what the hell's going, going on. Off again. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then you're also thinking, like, you're, I bet you're thinking logically, like, all right, is there a fire somewhere? Yeah. that's That worried me for a while. That's why I went through the entire house. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, there's got to be some reason for this. No. There's, I can't figure out the reason. And then it didn't happen again. Hmm. It didn't happen again after that. That's weird. It's really weird. So I don't know what I don't know. That would scare me if I'm a, if I'm in my apartment and then my fire alarm went off. Yeah, I mean that's a scary, jarring thing or my anyway. Detector, yeah, you know, it, that's a that's an unnerving feeling. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be unnerving because it's supposed to wake you up and you know make you. It's a call make to action. You alert. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a call alert. to action. Yeah. So I don't know. Oh. And you are particularly stressed out. I am stressed out right now. And when I am stressed out, these things do seem to happen a little bit more. So, I don't know. Feel your stress through smoke detectors. David is saying, less interesting reason its dusty sensor needs to be cleaned. Well, okay. I'll try that. Do that. 
Here's hoping it's just dusty and not that things are starting up. Still think it's weird it just happens two times in one night, though. Mm -hmm. And then not again. The explanation of that part, yeah. Yeah, your kitchen's always been a little strange. Hmm. Cupboard door's open. Yeah, I, I know. It's creepy. Well, let's do a little world of crazy on yeah. this side of the table, huh? Okay. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. <gasps> Big announcement, Greg. Big okay. announcement. Right. Huge announcement. Oh, boy. Okay. It was just announced yesterday by Anheuser-Busch that the company this summer until the end of the year is renaming Budweiser. They're changing it to America. What do you mean they're changing it they're to America? They're changing the name of their beer to America. To what? To America. To America. No, I mean, but you know, it's really America, but America. The name yes. of the beer is America. America. Though. Yeah, so starting on May 23rd through the November election, indeed, they are replacing the Budweiser logo with the word with America. The, they're changing the name of the beer to America? They're replacing it. Can I get a, can I get a... Can I get a can of America? A can of America. Can I get a can of America? Well, I'd like to drink some America right now. Mm. Well, the cans are uh, aiming to inspire drinkers to celebrate America. How does that... And Budweiser's shared values of freedom and authenticity. How is authenticity involved in this? Well, this year, the cans, the, the cans of America, uh, the cans and bottles... We'll try to stir American pride with lines from the Pledge of Allegiance as well as lyrics from the Star-Spangled Banner. <laughs> they are really trying to capitalize on this, this whole stuff. Yes. Wow. So Ricardo Marquez, who's the vice president of Budweiser, said that since the Olympics are coming up, also the presidential election, he said we're embarking on what uh, should be one of the most patriotic summers that this generation has ever seen. So if you want multiples, you say you want multiple Americas? Can I get two or, Americas? Yeah, not Americans. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so he's Wash it's, down it's my really sorrows shilling. with a couple of cans of America. A can of ice-cold America. Mm. God See, damn right. it's totally already working. Yeah, it is. Like, look working. at this. We're doing it. All right. Like, we're we're like their little dancing America. right now. Like, you know that you just are going to go to a bar. Like, this is this is genius because don't you want to go to a bar and order a can of America? You do, don't you? I want to order an Elysian Brewing fine beverage or a Worthy Brewing oh, fine beverage. Those are much better than cans of America. America. So uh, May twenty third until the November. Give me election. a can of America. You can get a can of America. You keep your commie coors. Commie coors? Commie coors. It's the reason they both start with C. <laughs> so weird. All right. Uh, a story making national news out of Salem, Oregon. Oh, boy. Of course, that's, that's near. Food. That's near my hometown. Sure is. Well, workers at a Domino's location in Salem were actually, this is actually kind of cool. They were able to help save a life of a regular customer after they noticed that he hadn't ordered a pizza from them in 11 days, because he was a very loyal customer. <laughs> so his name is uh, Kirk Alexander, 48 years young, Salem resident, is known for his daily orders. Daily orders. Ooh. That's a lot of... Yeah. I mean, you know, I love me some pizza. 
but that's a lot of pizza. From where is it? From Domino's From Domino's. Oh, and Domino's too? On Silverton Eating Domino's every day, that is not a recipe for... For healthy living? No. Probably washes it down with a cool can of America. Yeah, well, delicious America beer. Mm -hmm. Well, Kirk Mm. Alexander is known for his daily orders among employees at the Domino's Pizza on Silverton Road in Salem. Uh, I know where Silverton Road is. You do? Oh yes. All right. Well, um, Salem was the was the big city that we went to growing up. Had the shopping malls. Yo, yeah, you got two malls. Go get a new pair of overalls. Uh, two malls. Right. Was there go to three? the cobbler, get your shoes fixed. You went to Junior Bootery. Yeah, that's where you go buy shoes. All right, so employees became concerned after noticing that Kirk Alexander hadn't placed an order in several days, which is kind of going to be embarrassing now for Kirk Alexander making national news with his name being tied to placing orders at Domino's every single day. (laughs) Well, the manager, Sarah Fuller, found that he hadn't ordered anything from the location in 11 days, and they decided to send one of their Domino's drivers to his house. They sent a Domino's driver over there? Not, You know, they didn't call, like, the police saying, like, hey, maybe someone might want to check on him. It's like, you know what? Between deliveries, why don't you go check on Kirk? <laughs> Kirk See if found, did you find another pizza place? Or Get on happening? this. So, uh, so they sent a driver over to his home uh, after a call went uh, to his phone went straight to voicemail. Uh, so the manager said it was about a one, it was about one a.m. on Sunday morning, and we weren't terribly busy. So I asked one of our regular drivers who knew Kirk to stop by his house and check it out. Uh, we all know him, and he only lives about six minutes from our store. So the whole team was concerned. Now, the driver noticed that the lights were on in his home, but he was not answering the door. Uh, so she called 911 after he failed to answer the door. Deputies arrived on the scene, and they did determine that, indeed, Alexander was suffering from medical problems and required immediate medical attention. Wait, how long had he been there? I don't Seven know. days of not ordering pizza? Eleven days. Eleven days of not ordering pizza. So the manager was looking at the books at the end of the week like, wow, what's going on with our sales this week? Oh, Kirk. Kirk. Why are we $200 short this week? Oh, Kirk. Uh, So Kirk is now in stable condition. Don't know if it was a pizza-induced Was he laying there for 11 days? I don't know if he was laying there for 11 days. Like, what happened during this 11 days? Are they going to make a movie of this? Like, what happened to Kirk? All I'm picturing is, like, that scene from Seven with, like, the tree, like, like, air freshener trees. Oh, no. I mean, and I feel bad for Kirk. I'm sorry. But Kirk... Now's the time to make a change. When your pizza delivery guy is the, com- the person coming to check on you, I mean. Oh, I didn't even think about let's that. Let's make some life changes. You're getting a second chance. This is a good thing. It's a good thing. Well, by Monday, yes, yeah, so by yesterday, or excuse me, on Monday, two days ago, uh, he was in stable condition and has received many visits from various Domino's employees. Nothing about friends and family, though. Oh, this is sad. I didn't realize how sad this was. Never mind. I'll buy you a pizza, Kirk. Kirk's had enough pizza. Let's... Kirk has had enough pizza. Um, got a story out of London. God, who do I go to that would notice? I mean, I'd probably notice after a couple days. You'd figure it out because nobody's uploading the podcast. I know. I You'd come in here and that. talk to yourself. Mm-hmm. And then people would complain that the podcast wasn't up, but you wouldn't answer those emails. And then eventually you'd be like, oh, yeah, how do I do that? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Where's Greg? 
What are you insinuating that I'm irresponsible? No. And without you, without your guiding hand, I would just fall off the rails. I'm not insinuating that. Oh, <laughs> someone's decided they're funny today. All right. Next up, story out of Merry Old England. Uh, the story is about a man named Kareem Boomjamar. Let's just call him Kareem, shall we? All right. Kareem. I like Boomjamar, though. Boomjamar. That's a pretty badass last name. It is kind of a badass last name. Boomjamar. In the house. Is that what he does? He walks in. He's just like, boom, Jamar. I don't think he does the hand crossing thing. Maybe he does. Throws him down. You don't know that. Well, uh, boom, Jamar is 18 years young. He's uh, He lives in London. Uh, he's of Spanish Moroccan descent and uh, right. proclaims himself to be an artist and has decided to have his nipples and belly buttons surgically removed to sell his body parts to the highest bidder. No. Oh. This is what passes for art. How do you remove your days. belly button? What do you What do you have there then? Boom, Jamar has posted. I don't think that you can do that. I don't think you. I can mean, get your I guess belly. you could just snip off the end and then make it like fl- flat or something. Or I, mean, I don't. Like, I don't really know how that take works. Take like some extra skin and put it over it. Like seal it. Yeah. Like patch it. Belly buttons kind of weird me out. I mean, because they're like your life force. I remember hearing that, like, if someone st- if, like someone stabbed you in the belly button, then you instantly die. Huh. I mean, I don't think it's true. Have you ever heard that? But I remember that, that if you get stabbed me. in the belly button, you'll die. Yes. I mean, if you get stabbed, you're going to die, whether it's in the belly button or not. You're or not you necessarily could. going to not die. Not necessarily, if you get but I mean, yeah, there's a you have a good chance. I mean, if somebody stabs you in the gut, yeah, I would say you have a chance of dying. You know, <laughs> belly button or not. Caitlin says millions of belly button deaths all around the world. <laughs> I don't think it's the, you know, like the trachea or something. Like, I'd punch him in the belly button. And I don't, because your belly button like, like, was your life force when you were, you I don't know, really getting think made. I don't think that's how it works. I thought that's how you could eliminate the, ni- you know, the life force, just by just stick it in the belly button. I how have you ever been button. around people if you think somebody could just punch your belly button and that's it? Like, I would never trust anyone. If it were that simple. I would wear, like... I need to wear like a belt buckle. You're gonna over get a belly, belly button, button garter belt. Yeah, a belly button. Um, or not garter belt, belt chastity belt. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah. All right. So Boom Jamar claims that he uh, had his nipples and his belly button sur- surgically removed. Uh, he's posted a number of pictures of his torso without a belly button and his nipples, claiming to have had them removed in a hospital based in Bosnia. However, critics believe that he has photoshopped his pictures as <laughs> no scars can be seen. So he's trying to sell what he's claiming to be his nipples that have like nipple rings through them. Who who is going to want for these? 14, he wants to sell the pair for fourteen thousand dollars. How did he come up with that number? I don't seven thousand a piece. It's like how well, much yeah, is my but, nipple worth? Okay. Yeah, so seven thousand a nipple. Uh, so boom, Jamar. Yeah, wants to sell his body parts. He posted a picture of his, what he claims to be, two dried nipples, explaining that he would sell them for $14,000. However, no offers have been made. Wouldn't you want to get an offer first before you did that? (laughs) Wouldn't you want to, you'd want to secure the buyer? a down payment on before, yeah. Yeah. Oh shit, nobody wants it. However, uh, it is being pointed out, though, he's claiming that there is nipples. However, there are lots of photographs of him. What are you going to do with that? It just looks like it's a bad Photoshop job. And um, and now people are starting to point out that uh, his nipples look very similar to dried tips of lemons. So they're starting to think that he 
might just be trying to sell dried tips of lemons for things. He also vouches to sell his belly button after he makes a necklace out of it. Uh, however, he has not set a price for that one. And finally, I'm just going to end on an interesting note. Since it is this world of crazy and we're living in a crazy time, Greg. It's crazy times. Crazy time to be alive, Greg. Crazy times. Smoke detectors going off for no reason. I don't know. People it's weird. I know people are going to... No, you open yourself up for it and everyone's going to make fun of you. I know, I know, that's the I'm problem I'm very glad this. that you're open about it. Um, NASA has just announced that it has found the largest collection of planets oh, yeah. ever to be discovered. Mm-hmm. Don't be a know-it-all, this is my section. Uh, Say, oh, that's really um, interesting, Sarah. If it has to do with Sarah. space, do you go to space.com every night? No, do you? Yes. Whoa. That's weird. All right, well, NASA's Kepler mission has announced and verified that they have found 1,284 planets. That's a lot of planets. 1,284 new planets, which is really exciting. So it was able to identify 4,302 potential planets, uh, but they were able to pinpoint the 1,284 out of those. So um, so it, how this happens is uh, Kepler captures... Do you want to just tell this, Greg, since you know so much about space? No, 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 I want to hear you. All right. Uh, it captures the signals of distant planets, uh, decreases in brightness that occur when planets pass in front of their stars. Mm-hmm. So that's how they find them since... True. Since the discovery of the first planets outside of our solar system more than two decades ago, researchers have, have resorted to a one-by-one process of verifying suspected planets. So, in the newly validated batch of planets, nearly 550 could be rocky planets like the Earth, based on their size. Nine of these orbit their sun's habitable zone, which is the distance from where a star, uh, from a star where orbiting planets have surface temperatures that allow liquid water to pool. So, we might have found new Earths, Greg. Yes. New Earth. There are many different factors that go into that besides just being in the habitable zone, but yes, this is true. Tell me tell me more of the factors. Oh, there's many different factors. All right, well, just so you know, they're now in 1,284. It's also just for life as we know it. That doesn't mean that it can't be more life that's more adapted for perhaps. And there is also a guy... Who's selling his Methane-based life. I mean, that's also... That's a, methane-based is a possibility. Well, there you go, my friends. That's your world crazy. Are you going to be able to, like, snap out of that accent? It feels like it's kind of stuck now. It's really easy to fall into that accent. It is so easy to do it. It just comes so naturally. Oh, absolutely. It's organic. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's really the kind of how you're supposed to speak. Like, when I look at your face, that's the voice that I picture coming out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, I that know. is true. It is true. Yeah, but I mean, between, you know, I go to space.com and then I play my Marvel adventure game on my phone. Have I told you that I'm playing a new phone game? It's Marvel no. Future Fights. You get to play as different oh Marvel God, superhero I characters. Care less. Why are you even like wasting my time talking right to Right now, me about I've this? built up so you build them up with like giving them different characteristics. Now I've teamed up Iron Man with uh, Daredevil and Luke Cage because I'm really into on the Saturday series. when you were talking about this and everyone wanted to kick your ass. Also, uh, I've got Black Panther in here. I'm trying to work I kind him of up in like there. people listening to our show. Can you like not talk about that? Thor is pretty good in that. You can also use Loki because you can use villains on your team. So I'm going to stab Thor you in the belly button if you don't shut up. <laughs> that's a that's murder. 
You could get that's, murdered. That's, I'm, I will straight up murder you. That in is your belly murder, button. Sarah. All right, let's do let's do some ball talk. I've got some short ball talks to talk about. Actually, I've got something with ball talk that kind of ties back into the beginning. All right. It's I'm Greg balls. Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right, it's so a short ball talk. But it does tie into my amazing abilities to predict things. All right, so first up, uh, the Portland Trailblazers are going to be taking on the Golden State Warriors tonight. Are you, are you sure that's who they're playing? I saw a kooky <laughs> FM DJ trying to... There was a kooky FM DJ on Facebook that we used to work with who was asking about who's, who do you think is going to win game five for the Blazers Clippers. Yeah, that's just like, oh... It takes a very simple Google search old, to figure that old out. Oh, man, you're trying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Lane deleted my comment when I let him know. Um, <laughs> regardless. So, yes, the Blazers are playing the Golden State Warriors tonight. It is game five. Uh, the last game, game four, because the Blazers won game three. They kind of threw away game two. Game four, they they had a pretty good shot of winning that. It went into overtime, and then Steph Curry just destroyed them. Mm-hmm. He scored the most points in overtime ever in the history of the NBA. 17 points in overtime. Steph Curry... Just he he's he's amazing. There's nothing you could do about that. There's nothing any team could have done about Steph Curry that night. Hopefully he doesn't have that kind of night. But it is back in Golden State in San Francisco in Oakland rather. And so Blazers will play hard. Hopefully we'll see what happens. Both teams play hard. Both teams played hard, but uh, it CTC. is there. So it's been a good run. CTC. I'll just say that. Um, so moving on from there, oh, wait, so this is probably the last. The last game, I right? I would be surprised if it wasn't. But this team has been, the the Trailblazers have surprised everyone. They weren't Mm -hmm. even supposed to make the playoffs this year. And yet here they are in the second round, and they beat the Warriors in one game at least, and have played, they've played well, you know? They've played well. Um, But yeah, probably. This is the last game. Uh, Also, a team that's probably going to be out of the playoffs, well, not probably, but who is now one game away from being knocked out of the playoffs, is the San Antonio Spurs, the second best team in the NBA this year. And Oklahoma City Thunder are up on them. Three games to two. They're up on them. So if the Thunder win one more game, that means that the Spurs are out. Oh. Oh. That's a big deal. I know. It's a big deal. It means LaMarcus and his new team went the same distance as the Trailblazers did this year. Why is everybody all down on LaMarcus? Because he's LaMarcus. I actually, our, with uh, our friend Nick, I got into a discussion with him about yeah. LaMarcus yesterday. Nothing, because I, I don't blame LaMarcus for wanting to leave. Oh, I don't blame him for wanting to go. Or, to and be s- on a winning team. I mean, when he was set to be the superstar on the team, it didn't quite pan out. Then Damian Lillard's brought in, took all the shine away from him, and then he's just like, Yeah, well, but fuck. LaMarcus didn't take the shine when he, when he had the opportunities. He didn't do well. LaMarcus is a great basketball player. He is not that great of a personality. Like he doesn't, he doesn't have that. He doesn't have that. It. You're not going to see Lamarcus on a he whole bunch of commercials. He doesn't sell himself well. I know. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and then I mean, he's a nice guy because we. I mean, we worked for the Blazers. We met him. He's a nice guy. He's just he. Does, he's not a good spokesperson. All right. Yes, I get it. He's. It seems you like know? a nice person, though. I just. I. I would like to see him succeed. Um. Yeah. I mean, you know, good for him. He went to San Antonio. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, 
Um, the Portland Trailblazers, yeah, playing tonight. And the Thunder could knock out the San Antonio Spurs when they play, I believe, tomorrow night is their next game. Moving on to Baltar. I brought this up for a couple of reasons. One, just I want to remind everybody that I predicted who was going to win the World Series this year before the season even started. And who is my prediction, Sarah? The Cubs, The right? Chicago Cubs, who are currently the best team in Major League Baseball. So now you're jinxing them, okay. They have not won a championship since 1908 when they won their second of back-to-back World Series, their first one being in 1907. 1907-1908, that is the last time they won the World Series. And I was thinking about that. My house was built in 1907, the first year the Cubs won the World Series. That's how old my house is. And... There was a, there's been a lot of talk about this, just people are talking about how good the Cubs are, and somebody pointed out the fact of different things that were true in 1907 when the Cubs won of what life was like, like the last time the Cubs really, you know, 1907, 1908. So I pulled up some facts. You want some 1907 facts? As long as you say fact. Fact. In 1907, the average life expectancy in the U.S. was 47 years old. 47. Wow. Yeah. What's the next fact? Only 14% of the homes in the U.S. had a bathtub. Oh, I wonder if your house was one of the 14%. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, this is weird to think. Like, my house was there this time. The place that I'm living in. And who knows how many murders happened at A three-minute call from Denver to New York City cost $11. Wow. The tallest structure in the world was the Eiffel Tower. The average U.S. worker made between $200 and $400 per year. More than 95% of all births in the wow, U.S. Wow, so a three-minute phone call would be like one-twentieth of your annual income? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, more than 95% of all births in the U.S. took place at home. So there are probably babies born in your house. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there probably were over that over the period of that time. Yeah, probably somebody, and probably uh, I'm sure some people died in the house. Uh, most women only washed their hair once a month. Not much has changed for you, uh, and used borax or egg yolks oh, for shampoo. You're <laughs> funny. Canada passed a law that prohibited poor people from entering into their country for any reason. Whoa, Canada. Bit of a sordid history there, huh? Yeah. Wait, they wouldn't let poor people in? No, they didn't want to let poor people into their country. Hmm. Canada's always been kind of snobby. They are a little snobby. Mm-hmm. And this just they proves do it. Think, they do think they're better. I mean, look at this. Even when, like, the whole election, there's like, it's okay, America. You can come over here, maybe, if we feel like it. If you're not poor, because we don't like we poor, don't like gross, gross people. poor people. We'll remember that next time, Canada. We'll remember that next time. All right, uh, the population of Las Vegas was only 30. Let's see. um, Two out of every 10 U.S. adults couldn't read or write. Why do they put it as two out of every 10? Why would it be one out of five? Why don't they just say (laughs) one-fifth of 20% of U.S. adults couldn't read or write? Two out of every 10. Four out of every 20. Um, Only 6% of all Americans had graduated from high school. These are all facts, sir. These are 1907 facts. 1907 facts. Very timely. Very timely. 1907 facts. It's facts from 109 years ago. Sugar costs four cents a pound. Oh, my God. I don't even know how much sugar costs now. Who buys, I guess, people. More than four cents. 
Is that it? Are you gonna end on? Is that the high note? Is that the, the sugar? I was looking for one last one. <laughs> the maximum speed limit in most cities was 10 miles per hour. I don't know where. Oh, there were only 8,000 cars in the U.S. and only 144 miles of paved roads. There we go. I'll leave it at that. There right, was a 1907. That concludes this edition of 1907 Facts. <laughs> oh, my God. You're so odd. So 1907 Facts. The five leading causes of death in the U.S. were, well, the number one cause was pneumonia and influenza. The flu. The yeah. flu and pneumonia. It's like you're like just discovering the past for the first time. I love reading up this stuff about history, but uh, yeah, the 1907 one. That's just, hey, I'm just saying. You don't th- th- think about that though. Just think about it. Are you stoned? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on. I'm on four hours of sleep. Just think. I mean, like, no. I know you're thinking about it, but have you like really thought about it? You ever looked at a dollar bill, man? I mean. Really? Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. How you doing over there? Big thank you to everyone who is joining our tournament this weekend. And whether you're in the tournament or not, just coming down to hang out and have a good time with us at the Landmark Saloon, May 15th. The Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornhole Tournament brought to you by Elysian Brewing and Worthy Brewing. So excited. Very excited. And it's going to be a fun day. And it's all sold out and we're so... Oh, it's going to be so much fun. And lots of stuff to do even if you're not in the tournament. So it's going to be a fun day. Come on down and hang out. Uh, no Geek in the City tonight because Aaron is in... Aaron is at Disneyland. He's right in the now. happiest place on earth. Yes, he is at Disneyland. Do they still call it that? I think so. Okay. I mean, it seems pretty fun. I haven't been there in a long time. I haven't. Me neither. Um, yes, thank you, everybody, for your support of this show. Oh, one other quick thing. I'll talk about it tomorrow. All right. Okay. Thank you so much, everyone. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> I'm some... so tired. I know. Here, I'm going to skip to the I'm end. So all right. Have a wonderful day, everybody. We love you all. <laughs> Thank you for your support. Do my best. Thanks. We'll be back. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.